It's time to delve in a delicious cup of coffee. Hi. Hi. You're just in time for coffee. Somebody get me some coffee. Want another cup of coffee? Good to the last drop. Don't forget your coffee. And bite into some tasty conspiracies. This is Coffee and Conspiracies. Welcome to Coffee and Conspiracies, where a couple clueless college kids review fresh brews and debate conspiracy views. I'm Logan Reed. I'm one of your hosts. I'm also joined by my amazing co-host. Hey, it's Riley. What's going on, everyone? Hi, Riley. How you doing this morning? Um, man, I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so we're getting to the end of the semester, and there's just a lot of uh, a lot of different things just happening at the moment in time. Like you're graduating and moving and moving. Like that's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Our special guest is Ashley Butler. She's a fellow uh, DJ here. Ashley, why don't you go ahead and say hi. Hello. Right. Uh, What else do you do around campus, and Um, what else are you involved with that you like to tell us about? I'm in the sorority Alpha Omicron Pi. I'm the VP of Community Relations, so I organize all the events. Awesome. Um, I'm on the radio. I do campus close-ups. I'm in a few other things. In a few other things. I'm on Panhellenic, Vice President Panhellenic. Awesome, awesome. Anything else that's really sticks on your brain at the moment? Not at this very second. Are you excited to be on our show today? I'm very nervous, but I am excited, yes. I, why are you so nervous? Just because out of curiosity. I've never been on a podcast before, and it seems like this big, scary thing, but honestly, it's chill so far. Riley's being on a podcast is this big, scary thing. Oh, man, when I did think so, <laughs> I, started, uh, I mean, I was so nervous, and oh, it took me so, like, so long of having people be like, oh, yeah, just go tell Derek about your idea, like, go do it, and... I mean, it took me like two or three months to finally do it. And then I went and I was like, hey, Derek, I have this crazy idea. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And I was just like, oh, that was easy. Yeah, no, yeah it's it was... a really cool idea. Like, I love conspiracy theories. Like, really? My favorite thing. Yeah. What is what is one of your favorite conspiracy theories of all time? Um, besides the one I'm talking about, um, I really like the uh, lizard one just because it's funny. Oh, like, lizard, lizard people? people? I think that's just really funny. Like, there's a clip of Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's so funny. Oh, that's insane. Uh, so we're going to go ahead. Uh, Riley, why don't you introduce the coffee that we are drinking today? Well, today we're drinking something quite special. Uh, it was a gift given to me um, from the great city of Seattle, Washington. Uh, it is from the Umbria Coffee Company. Um, it's their Terrasana blend. Uh, I've had like one cup of this because I got it like two days ago. Two days ago? Like two or three days ago. Okay. Um, as a, yeah, as a gift from uh, a family member who went to Seattle. Um, it's supposed <laughs> to have like, uh, it's supposed to have like chocolatey and earthy undertones. I'm not sure what earthy undertones really means, but. <laughs> I know what that means because I'm dealing, tasting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's a no from Logan. <laughs> it's not bad. It just, I think it went down the wrong. Um, Is it like the after? No, it's not that. Like I just, I think like I just took a swig of it, and it just it kind of went down. Like you tried to breathe it in instead of drink. Yeah, it. I tried to breathe it in instead of drink it, and it it <laughs> caused my system to want to go. No, no, not for right now. So, but I think it it tasted pretty good on first initial sip. I had to do a hard um, reset. Yeah, just a little bit, and now we're now we're going in the back uh, back into the groove of things. So, Ashley, this was kind of your topic that you really really wanted to talk about when I asked you if you wanted to be on the podcast. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to introduce it and talk about, you know, what exactly are we talking about today on Coffee and Conspiracies? I'm going to give kind of like a little snippet of what it is because I would just be rambling. The okay, no, that's completely fair. So basically to sum it up, it's there's a realistic possibility of a fourth dimension backed up by science. And that's where 
in my opinion, would be the paranormal. Like the paranormal would ah. exist there. So Riley, I guess we're revisiting the paranormal. Oh, indeed. Oh, I'm indeed. very excited. Yeah. The last time we did this, we talked about uh, talked about ghosts with Dr. Mitzel. Talked about ghosts, a little bit about energy, which I know which is what you really, really want to focus yes. on today. Yes. Uh, we also talked about our how much we love the show Supernatural. Which, I love Supernatural. Which she loves it, too. And um, she's finished. I'm still on season 14, and I'm pretty sure Riley's lacking way behind. Yeah. yeah way I, behind. Haven't, I haven't watched it in a minute. A minute. Dude, it it's I'm I'm sad right now, but that's that is a f- story for a whole another time. All right, so Ashley, again, this being your topic and being the thing that you really like feel most passionate about, I'm just gonna let you go ahead and start instructing Riley and I in the way of the fourth dimension. Okay, I have it kind of written down on a script, so because I could go okay. everywhere with this. this is, oh, okay. So <laughs> to begin, it's basically the fourth dimension. Like we live in the third dimension, right? And we see things in two dimension. Like if I were to have a sphere, then you would you could tell that it's a sphere because of the light and the darkness on it. But you would perceive it as a circle, really, like from where we're standing. Okay, that makes sense. Um, the fourth dimension would see the world in the third dimension. So say they would see every dimension okay. around us. So like if each dimension that goes up can see the other one yes. like more clearly. Okay, yes. except you can't go the other way. Yes. All right. Okay, and in the fourth dimension, there's like higher energy and lower like energy and okay. like frequencies. And I would say the more aggressive paranormal would be the lower energies because they would be more vengeful. You would think that the higher energies would be the more like aggressive paranormal paranormal just because of the fact that like they're quote unquote higher energy. Like I, I'm just, this just a quick little tidbit I wanted to add there. Well, it's like, like with shame, it's like there's actual... Like a hold on. There's like a frequency chart okay. of like emotions. So the higher you go, the more happy you are. So if you're happy, you're vibrating at a higher frequency. If you're like feeling shame or guilt, then you're vibrating at a lower frequency, and you can feel that. You okay. can feel whenever you feel heavier or lighter, etc. Makes sense. But to kind of draw what the fourth dimension would perceive us as is like. Say that we have a two-dimensional person on a piece of paper or like a blackboard, right? And they're holding this key in a box. And we, as three-dimensional beings, can see inside of the box. But the two-dimensional person thinks that they have their key locked away and nobody can see it. And if we were to go take that key from them, they would have no idea. Like, they don't even know that we exist. Oh. That is interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. But I can see what you're going for. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So... We're like like in a in a in a drawing. You're drawing you draw like a box and you draw the key inside of it so whoever's looking at it knows that it's there. Mm-hmm. But by that two dimensionals like like being's perspective, huh? Yeah. That's really cool. So the first dimension I believe would be forward and backwards. And then the second dimension would be like you can go up, down, forward and backwards. And then the three dimensional would be like you have like you, a you key. now angles are a thing. Yes, basically exactly. is where you're going yeah. with that. Okay. Yeah. And so the fourth dimension would be? So on. There's actually a shape called like the Tesseract, which is like, I think Marvel kind of. Marvel, that's a big, Tesseract is a big thing in Marvel. But like, where exactly are you going with that comment? Just just add to kind of keep you elaborating a little bit. Well, for like, the shape of it was kind of what that was about. But like, we we can't really wrap our head around what the four dimensional would look like Hmm. at all. Interesting. But, Riley, what are your initial thoughts on, you know, this idea of the whole fourth dimension? 
oh man, I don't know. It's very exciting to think about, um, and especially to talk about. It like it, it's one of those things that, especially when talking about like the whole key in the box type thing, um, it makes sense, but it also doesn't. Like it's so hard to like wrap my mind around the idea that I could be looking at this desk. And, like, I know there's something in this desk, but I can't see it. But there's some sort of being that can and can take it. And it's like, man, is that is that, like, why my keys disappear? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that why my I, coffee I cup my is keys gone? on the counter, and then they disappear for, like, two hours. And when I go looking for them, I'll spend, like, 30 minutes looking. And eventually I'll find them on the counter where I swear I looked. Did some mm-hmm. ghost just roll up and it's like, hold on. Exactly. I'm going to hold that for a second. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them freak out for a minute. I'm going to put them right back. No, I have a, I have a similar issue a lot of the time. I think it was more because I'm scatterbrained, but I also think the same thing. Like, I'm just like, I put something in one specific spot and I'm like, I'm going to remember it's in this specific spot. That's why I have spots to begin with. And then I go back for that one specific thing and it is just gone. And I'm like, all right, who's trying to mess with me? Did I really forget this somewhere else? Or is something else larger scale here at play? So I can, I can completely understand where we're going, especially like the idea that like, I want to focus more on the whole, something can see what you can't see and still take it. Mm-hmm. like that's crazy to me like that's that explains of like ghosts can like read like phase through matter like solid matter yeah. and like take things that's 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 insane to me i believe that the fourth dimension is mostly energetic and okay. if not more because like if we were to communicate with the two-dimensional person we would have to do something on their two-dimensional realm so we would write a message then they would mm. know we're there and what comes to my brain is like how the paranormal can talk to us through radio frequencies oh, through snap. energy. Yeah, so they're just using our like our dimensional, dimensional plane mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. to communicate in a way that is and like maybe that's why it's like so hard to get solid like uh, I guess evidence or data or anything for like spirits and ghosts and stuff is because they communicate on a fourth dimensional plane which is very different from how we communicate on a mm-hmm. third dimensional plane. And so when they try to like almost translate themselves into our plane, it's why we just get like, like little stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's exactly correct. That's why like people have cold. like the cold spots, you know, yeah. like, um, or like EMF readers, like that, yeah. that's, that's electromagnetic frequency. That's, you know, picking up the energy of that ghost or spirit or whatever, yeah. which is actually, <clears throat> I can take it a step further. I think it's interesting that they, we can focus more on it with, like radio frequencies. Yeah. Because that's more of a free form of energy than like a Ouija board. Because a Ouija board is a solid object. Uh, a solid object. They still use your frequency, like your energy to move around the pieces. Oh. That's why you feel like you're moving it. Oh. You know what's crazy that's though? That's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about like all of the primary like stuff people use for evidence of like, like when they, when people go ghost hunting and stuff, like Logan was saying, you've got electromagnetic frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, if you I'm sure you've heard of it, like a spirit box, mm-hmm. uh, where it like flicks through yeah, radio yeah, frequencies. Um, there's like a lot of people who will do stuff with light, um, with heat and with sound and like, all of those operate on a basis uh, that involves like frequencies. Light is a frequency, radio is a frequency, you know, electromagnetic frequencies, sound. it's in the name. Yeah, exactly. Sound, like sound waves are considered like it's based on frequencies. Um, and like even heat or cold spots could, um, like you, you could connect to that. So it could just be like that's frequencies is the only way that they are able to communicate on mm-hmm. our three dimensional space. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's why it's such a common thing. That does That's make a, that does make a lot of sense. 
There's so many cool things you can go like when oh, you yeah. start thinking, try, trying to think outside of our dimensional understanding. Now, Ash, is the paranormal limited to just ghosts? Or I feel like you were going more in depth with the paranormal when it came to this topic. I believe that the fourth dimension is what some people call the astral realm or the spirit realm. Okay. And it could go higher, like for angels and such, but then we're getting kind of <laughs> controversial the, there. We're getting in the weeds with that one. Yeah. Um, going into angels. That's just kind of the conspiracy. Yeah. But like, like quote unquote demons and angels, it would be like demons would be lower frequencies. Yeah. Angels would be higher frequencies. Okay, cool. Okay. Or beings that act as such. So where do, just out of curiosity, where do like the paranormal or I guess the more quote unquote supernatural like beings, like, like, do they fall into this theory or are they kind of at the outside? Cause again, you're focusing more on like the astral plants, like werewolves, vampires, you know, wraiths, um, shapeshifters, things like, like, you know, things that we would come like into physical contact with, or are they something that they have access to the fourth dimension, but can't quite like, you know, use the fourth dimension, I guess. Is that, is that, does that make like sense as, as humans? a question? What was that? Like as humans? Like, people? like, like, so we, so the way I'm, the way I'm seeing this is that like, you're talking fourth dimension, right? Which mm-hmm. is where all of our ghosts and paranormal and like, you know, the spump, the things that go bump in the night, right? Mm-hmm. That's where that all exists. Potentially angels and demons, right? Third dimension. I would think that that's where we exist, obviously, but that's also where like werewolves and vampires and, you know, witches and things like that exist in the third dimension, but they have some sort of way to utilize the fourth dimension that we do not. Well, some are saying that the fourth and third dimension are actually like combining right now. <laughs> in a sense that, like, <laughs> please explain further. That's terrifying. I just, yeah, like Riley and I just looked at each other. We're like, what? Well, I mean, we can already sense other people's presence, and like, That's if someone true. walks in the room, if you have like headphones on or something, you can like feel their presence, just like you could feel a energetic presence. Like, if a ghost is in the room. See, and that that's what's always terrifying is I've always had that, um, like, I've always, I don't want to say, like, tapped in or whatever, but <laughs> I've always had, in. like, from what, I, from what I've experienced, a bit stronger of that, like, somebody's watching you feeling mm-hmm. than, like, other people. Um, Riley, like, you're I just mean, paranoid. Yeah, no, I'm super paranoid. <laughs> but, I mean, like, uh, like, when people, like you were saying, when somebody enters the room or whatever, or, like, when somebody's, like, looking at me through the window, like, oh, my God, we were recording um, at one, like, like, a couple weeks ago, and I'd forgotten to turn on our recording light, and Derek was out there. I wasn't, like, looking in that direction, like, my, my I couldn't even see him in my peripheral, but after a few moments, like, I got that really weird feeling and looked over, and there's Derek in the window, like, pointing to the light, but also, like... And, and I know everybody, well, not everybody, like most people have like times where you'll get that somebody's watching you feeling when there's like no nobody there. watching Especially you. Especially when you're alone in your room at night. And let me tell you, there is nothing more terrifying or like, you know, it's like two in the morning, you're getting ready to take a shower, like having a nice night or whatever, just sitting there and suddenly you feel like somebody's watching you mm-hmm. and it's super intense and you're like, there's mm-hmm. nobody else uh, That here. actually <laughs> happened to me the other night. I was doing I think I was about to take a shower like I was like you know what it's been a long day I deserve a shower you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go like relax myself and go to bed and then I had like walked out into the hallway and it was dark because for some reason people like to turn off the light in our hallway and uh I was walking towards the bathroom I just heard this really like 
loud yell, and I like stopped dead in my tracks. I turned around and went back to my room. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't come out the rest of the night. Didn't even question it. That's how you survive. That is how you survive. Do not that, investigate. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred. Yeah, that or um, I I also we occasionally will mess around and like mess with the circuit breakers and like we'll turn <laughs> off the lights in the bathroom. <laughs> Just a joke to mess with people. Well, I was like, you know what? I actually like taking a shower in the dark. Let's see. You know, I, I have like a light up speaker. Like I'll be fine. I turned off the thing. I went to the bathroom. I heard again, heard like a loud yell and I went, nope, turn around. It will turn the light back on. I was like, I cannot do this. Like I, I am too, too frightened, too absolutely frightened to do this. It's and, not happening. And I feel that's how like the fourth dimension would kind of be less of like on its own thing. Cause people don't acknowledge it. People are too scared to acknowledge it. And now that people are interacting I think people with are too scared more, to acknowledge that they're too scared to acknowledge yeah. it. Like if yeah. that, Make that, that like line of sentence makes sense. The rule is if you don't talk about yeah. it, it'll go away. Like you'll stop noticing yep. it. You won't be tapped in. <laughs> and that's why it's kind of like merging. No, I, I under, okay, so that makes sense. So our 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 dimension is merging with the fourth dimension. Because people are Why do you think it? that is? Because people are acknowledging it. Oh. See, I'd even say stuff like um I don't know if any of you if either of you've heard of uh Watcher. Um that's it's like a YouTube channel. Um, Maybe I've heard of it. Um, or, oh, what did they do before? What was it? The Okay, the two like main people for it, uh, it's Ryan and Shane. They're like super popular for their ghost hunting stuff because one of them does not, oh, yeah. one of them really just doesn't believe in any like ghosts or like energy or whatever. And it's just like, oh, it's just like the wind and everything. It's the other person fake. super paranoid about it all. Um, which is makes a great dynamic because the one dude's like super paranoid about it all. He's always really careful with everything, right. and the other guy will barge in and be like, "Come kill us, ghosts!" Like, <laughs> um, but like it's it's also something pretty popular in media. I mean, there's like shows and movies and games and everything that's all ghosts and like energies and spirits and like mm-hmm. supernatural mm-hmm. stuff just in general. Um, and I almost wonder if like the usage in media just brings it more into people's mind. Mm-hmm. And they feed off of that energy whenever you're scared. Yeah, and they can use it more in our realm because that's what it is. I mean, that's a similar idea that like you know the whole Monsters Inc. like plotline was that they're using scared <laughs> children's screams to power their entire yeah. city. But then they found out laughter was like ten times better, and I would think that would apply here as well. Like I get why they you know operate so well off of fear. Like, you know, if a ghost were just to pop up and tell me a joke, I feel like that would, like you know make their like that would make <laughs> like them a dad joke. Yeah, or something would be like just pop up and be like, hey. What's your error? Like, I'd be like, or I'd be like, they'd probably be like, I'm scared. They're like, hi, scared. I'm dad. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I, I'd be confused instead of scared of the ghost. I'd be like, why are you? Has a ghost ever told you a dad joke? No. I, I wish. <laughs> I wish a ghost could tell Logan's me Logan's sitting there laying in bed at night and it, like a, a spirit appears. What did the ghost buy at the bar, Logan? I'd be like, I don't Booze. Know. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I like that one. Uh, no, uh, no, that would be entertaining. I'd, like, I'd wake up in like a cold sweat and be like, oh my gosh, I'm being visited by a dead relative or something or whatever. Yeah, you wake up terrified and the ghost's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I, just, I came to tell you a joke. I'd be like, you came all this way to tell me, like, not, not not winning lotto numbers, not, you know, bet on this sports team in the next game. Like, you told me to, you came to tell me a joke? Man, that's well, exactly, you're a joke. exactly what my grandpa would do. 100%. <laughs> come back and tell a joke or come back and give you, like. A joke. Oh, a joke? Oh, 
hundred percent. Worst jokes ever, too. <laughs> That's a fair point. I think my grandfather, who also just recently, who recently passed away, would just come back and pester me about not going duck hunting as often as I should. And I'm like, Grandpa, it's <laughs> not my thing. It's just not my thing. I would. I, I kind of want to pose this question though. How would you feel about speaking with a dead relative? Like, uh, how how would you feel it? Like, in, like if you had the opportunity, a would you take it? And B, how do you feel like if you did take it, how do you feel you would be during the entire experience? Okay, so I would definitely die in every spiritual or like supernatural or ghost based horror movie ever because I would be all <laughs> over that. I'd be like, yes, like, yeah, come on, let, like, let's have a, you know, a Friday afternoon Some coffee seance. and talk. Yeah, seance. <laughs> Let me light some candles, pour a cup of coffee, you know, like, get me a snack and well, let's just chat. Like, let's the, chat Riley's about life. Well, let's case. chat about the lack therein of life. Like, but I mean, yes, that's how every ghost horror movie goes and I'm going to get haunted and then it's not actually going to be my relative yeah. and something but like I'm not here for a long time like I'm going to be a ghost soon enough so why not why not yeah, <laughs> like, I feel if like, I was a ghost I wouldn't want someone to talk to me for real like it's yeah, got to be lonely probably, and there's all those mean ghosts that probably call each other names and everything it's like <laughs> let me just find like this one oh. nerdy dude who gets my humor and understands my passions <laughs> I'm going to sit down and I'm going to talk about like I don't know D&D or whatever with some random living person mm-hmm. have a good time I'm pretty sure the creator of D&D is dead, right? Gary Guy. I don't think Gary's dead. You don't think Gary's dead? I don't think I don't think Gary's dead. Because I was thinking like, Riley, I think you would love to have a seance with the creator of D&D if he was dead. I would. Dead. That would be a good I time. I think that'd be a fun time. Uh, no, oh, I, Gary is definitely dead. <laughs> yeah. Gary is definitely <laughs> dead. Somebody got some candles? <laughs> Riley, you have plenty of candles, and I know you have plenty of candles. Hey, just don't tell my apartment. Uh, <laughs> I won't mention it. I will not mention it at all. No, I just think it's, I just think it's crazy idea that you can just speak. Cause I know a few people that are, uh, not, I'm going to, I'm going to phrase this in a way that I feel is best not offensive. Um, I have a few friends that claim that they have uh, native American heritage. And I say claim only because like, I, I can't fact check them, but I'm not going to not believe them. You know, like they have native American heritage and a lot big thing in native American culture is being able to commune with spirits, especially like those of dead relatives. Well, my friend thinks that every time he sees a Cardinal, it is his dead relatives. And he's like sworn up and down that a few of them have spoken to him Mm. like in very subtle ways. So I think, I feel like it's another cool aspect to talk about. Like with the fourth dimension is the fact that like ghosts can possess people or ghosts can possess things, and like that's how they. Yeah. Again, going back to what you're saying earlier, they have to find something in our plane of them, our plane of existence, in order to communicate See, with us. That would be what some would call a spirit guide, which would be a higher, energy. higher energy. Oh, okay, yeah. I, that's cool. that makes sense. I I definitely get that because like that's when angel numbers come in, and like you would mm. see them around and. <laughs> Sorry, you said angel numbers, and my 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 first instinct was to cringe, but that's. <laughs> That's because I've been on Instagram for too long. Uh, I'm sorry. Please continue. Uh, but yeah, like angel numbers are a thing and um, like signs. Like, for example, I saw some video because like I get tarot readings on my TikToks all the time. Okay. On, just like scrolling. I don't even mean to. And it'll be like, oh, you'll see a lot of spiders and it will mean this. And I saw so many spiders. Like I got a spider necklace. My work at like Bar Louie, there was a trash can. You flip the trash can. There's a big sticker of a spider. And that was like my first job ever. Mm. Um, And then I think the mattress place had like a black widow on it. And then it mysteriously just disappeared one day. They don't have a black widow there anymore. That would freak me out. If I found a black widow somewhere and I lost track of it, I'd be like, I'm 
deuces. Like, I'm leaving. They were mostly Black Widows. And I think that uh-huh. the Black Widow movie came out whenever I was experiencing all that. <laughs> That's so, crazy. That, the timing yeah. of that is unreal. Yeah. That is absolutely unreal. You used to work at Bar Louie? Yeah. Before it closed? Yep. Do you know why? Just a quick tangent. Do you know Awful why? Awful management. Really? That's why oh, it closed? Yes. Damn. I miss their happy hour. They had some pretty Me good food. Me and my spouse loved going there. They did yeah. have some good food. Remember the time we went there and we had a pretty good like happy hour time? We just yeah, got was the flatbread pizza. Yeah, so that, that was, was a pretty good time. time. I miss Bar Louie, but I understand why. I understand awful management. But mm-hmm. that's so like that. That's really crazy though. Like, I mean, because there's plenty of people who will try to take like, like we'll take like a psychological or a scientific approach of like, okay, you know, you're being cute or you're being um, oh, what's the word? Hey, man, I could have remembered if I wasn't trying to say it. Uh, I'll just say cute. But like, you're you're being set up to look for something because it's like oh you're gonna prompted. see all these spiders prompted is the word you're looking for it's not the right it's not there, there's like a the word. scientific word but that's pretty much it's close enough okay um but it's like you're being um prompted to like see something and so you're more likely to see it is like a lot of the approach i've seen and like yeah i'm still like not oh, sure you're like you're where i where i'm at with it because it's like I, I don't know but like that's what i see a lot of people saying but then there's also like like the other side of it of like, yeah, may, like maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's both. Like maybe it's actually like there, but you're also being prompted to see it because of like what you heard. And so like it's working in tandem. Mm. Um, and so instead of it being like, ah, oh, science is saying that this is wrong. You're just being prompted. It's more like maybe like this science behind it is helping you see it. Mm-hmm. See, and I've always been a big believer of like, I don't believe one thing detracts from another. I think that some things can answer some questions and other things can answer other questions. Like I've always believed that like the, like when it comes to like, especially like science and religion, like that's the big one that I was like, no religion has all the answers. No science has all the answers. And there's no in between. I remember saying one time, I'm like, what if crazy? What if, but what if it all goes together? Like religion will answer the things that like science can't explain because science just can't explain it. And then vice versa. If you need something worse explained about religion, that's something that we're to do religion. Science can do that. Like we have science for a reason, you know, like crazy things like that. And I I believe that about like the supernatural and the science as well. Like science can explain, you're talking about like energy, Mm -hmm. right? Scientifically speaking, we are all made of energy mm-hmm. and law of con- conservation of energy says that you energy cannot be created or destroyed. So it means it must be trans. Like we had, we talked about this with Dr. Mitzel, like it must be transferred or transformed or whatever. Right. So we're going on to this planes of existence. Right. So third, I guess third and fourth is like where most of that quote unquote energy lies. Like if you're in the two or one dimension, you're, you're a lowly being like we, we, we do not acknowledge mm-hmm. that any energy lies there unless I'm wrong. And then, then we'll figure that out when we get that there. That makes but, sense to me. Right. Man, but, dissing on our 2d homies. What? <laughs> I explained, okay. I explained something the other day to somebody and they called me a flat earther because of it. And I got really upset. So I explained that whenever I look, whenever I think about how to travel places, like to get from where I currently am to somewhere else, I think in terms of a map, mm-hmm. like I'm looking at a map in my brain and I'm like, okay, if I want to get from here to Japan, I'm gonna have to fly all the way across all this. I'm wrong, of course, because yes. the world is a sphere where we'll get to flat earth eventually. Like we've been teasing oh, yeah. flat earth for the longest time now. We're, we're just get saving there. it now. I, I can talk about that too. No, we've got, <laughs> I don't believe in Riley it, has but a, I can talk about Riley it. Riley has a very special guest that we are saving for flat Ooh, earth. I'm uh, definitely listening. To I have that. a friend that's like my closest friend. And was also like the closest friend to my sister. My sister thinks 
very, very, like, very logically and scientifically most of the time, which is crazy because, like, she's the most, like, like classic, like, scientific, logical person that I know. Um, and, like, she still does, like, tarot stuff and everything. And she was like, yeah, like, it's, I think sure, it's it doesn't have a bunch of data or anything to back it up, but it's always worked, like, for me. And, I was, and like, her saying that, I was just like, that's, like, so cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so um, for the super quick tangents, uh, me and our friend convinced my sister for like three hours of a conversation that he fully believed that the world was flat. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, and we started off the conversation. We walked in and my friend was like, hey, listen, I need to tell you something like to my sister. And I'm saying there and she goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to ask you like three questions and she asked like the first two questions to be like like you know this is true right okay you know this is true right and she goes okay last one you know that the earth is round right like it's a sphere and my friend goes well <laughs> and oh man it was hilarious like i could <laughs> i could see her just like fuming she was like Oof. but you you have to know that this is <laughs> this is done i mean for three hours we until that finally is, he goes no i don't actually believe it. we just wanted to mess with you and she was like insane. i am going That's to kill you yeah <laughs> but i'm saying like kind of along that logic though i was like i was explaining that to someone's like i was thinking about yeah if i were to get from here to like let's say like russia I would fly from like LA or I would go like I would go east first and then fly that way instead of going just west and flying the opposite direction. Because for some reason it is just a there's a hole in my like brain that just I forget that sometimes it is easier to travel west than it is east because I'm so used to looking at a map. Yeah, because our maps are two dimensional. Exactly. And someone called me a flat earther because I said I'm not a flat earther. Like I know the world is round, but I just I think in maps like, you're a flat earther. I was like, okay, whatever. But like, there's people who think in three dimensions, mm-hmm. right? Most of those people are neurodivergent, but most people, th- there's some people who think in three dimensions. So I'm like, I can think, I think in three dimensions, but most of the time, like, especially when it comes to travel, I'm going to think in like 2D. Like, I'm going to think like, like, if it's like going to a country, then like, yeah. I mean, I'm, saying, yeah, I'm not used to using a globe. I mean, That's all I'm basically yeah. trying to say. And it all depends on like, like, there's so much psychology behind it. It all depends on like how you're raised and what mm-hmm. you're raised with. I mean, because, we're, I don't know, like, I guess I can't say everybody, but from most of my experience, like, here in the United States, at least, um, school systems, like, we use maps. Like, we use mm-hmm. globes sometimes, but primarily we'll use maps. Right. Like, that's how I learned geography, which I'm terrible at, but that's how I, I learned the little geography that I know is through, like, a flat plane map. Yeah. And so I've definitely had moments where I'm like, okay, like, if you got to get to here, you, and, like, I'll have to sit there and be like, no, like, that's dumb. You just go west. It's mm-hmm. just, like, the map doesn't show that. Or, like, yeah. the fact that, like, on the map, like, um, Greenland um, and its size difference like if you actually mm-hmm. like the amount of area it takes like that kind of thing um, maps are disproportionate like, because you know they're just they can't be because again you're on a flat 2D surface exactly but like it, one of the cool things to look at to like th- that I've always loved to look at I and man every time I try to remember something to talk about it it just disappears there's a name Riley of a tribe a there's a tribe in Africa that's like entire basis is cardinal directions. I've heard of this. Yeah, it's so I've heard cool. Of this. So the tribe, like you're you're raised learning cardinal directions. Um, whenever so like they're one of their things that's really cool to see that's a difference from our culture is like um if me and Logan like run into each other in the hallway, and I'm like, hey, how are you? You know, Logan's like, oh, I'm doing good. Exactly. Um <clears throat> for them, it's like where are you coming from or where are you going is like their how are you greeting. Interesting. And they'll answer with like, 
north, east, west, south, like to wherever they're going or wherever they've come from. It's all like based on cardinal directions. And they've done studies to show that you can go to somebody like from this that was raised in this tribe and be like, where's north? In a completely closed building with no windows and they can point to it exactly, like with perfect precision. That is insane. I sure it doesn't even have to be a building with like Windows. right like 90 degree walls or anything like you you can like i mean it's it's so crazy to see some of the studies they've done of like putting them in a curved room to see if it's just like if they're only pointing exactly because of the walls or if they just get close but like putting in a in a completely curved room they will point exactly nor like with compass precision because they've been like raised and everything in their in their culture is surrounding cardinal directions. That is insane. Like they don't see time left to right or bottom up or, or anything. Huh. Um, like if, if you're thinking about the past, like if I ask you to point to the past, like where are you, where are you going to think? Is it like off to your left? Is left. it below you? Like, like if I'm looking at a time, again, I'm looking at a timeline, which is a 2d model. I'm looking left because statistically right. most people in Western culture are going to point left. Some people point down. Some people point at like a sort of diagonal down and to the left. They are always west. Doesn't matter where they are, time is west. Like past is west, future is east. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Whether they're facing the east, facing the west, flat down on the ground, it's always the past is west. That makes and sense. And so, like, with that, like, that ties into how, you know, like, we see the 2D plane maps and everything. <laughs> but I feel like that would also tie into, like, the energy and everything we're talking about. I is agree. If you are, like... For instance, uh, again, like the at least the culture like I was always raised in, um, it was very religious, but it was very like um, like angels and demons and like deities like religious, but ghosts don't. Ghosts are fake. Like that yeah. doesn't exist. Like mm-hmm. spirits of the, this religion exist. Ghosts do not. Right. Um, and so being like raised that way, I found for the longest time it was super hard to even like possibly believe that yeah, ghosts are spirits. Yeah. Because like I was raised with like, you know, this doesn't exist. These energies are fake. Like it, it's not anything real. Um, but then when people would talk about like dark or dangerous spirits, it always made sense to me because like it was always like, oh, you know, like this is the, the culture I was raised in believed in this thing, mm-hmm. but not like this other thing that's like super adjacent Mm-hmm. Um, and so I almost wonder if like cultures, um, for instance, like you were talking about like certain Native American right. culture that has a very heavy focus on speaking with like mm-hmm. spirits of spirit guides of, and like what yeah, yeah, spirit guides yeah, exactly. and stuff. And there's like always this common thing of at least again, from what I've seen, I do not know anything. And if this is wrong, I mean, zero offense. I'm just uneducated. But from everything I've experienced, like people with a Native American background seem to have more of a connection. And I almost wonder if they're raised to be able to like experience spirit guides and be able to experience these energies on a higher level because it's a part of like how they're like their culture. Because they're open to it. Exactly. It's a huge part of their culture. And so they are able to see it and experience it more than for instance me, because it's not something that I was raised to be able Mm -hmm. to see. Right. See, and that's going kind of like, I love, um, it's kind of going back to the show Supernatural because I just love talking about it. But that's why I love Supernatural so much is they cover, they don't just cover your, like, you know, your ghosts, your werewolves, your vampires. Like, they go beyond the envelope. Like, they've, and the TV, and again, this is a fictional TV show, but it's a, 
I like the idea of this fictional universe only because everything does exist together. Mm -hmm. Like everything, any sort of mythology or like deity or like pagan God, whatever you like believe in does exist with this universe. And the Winchesters have probably killed it. Like that's all you need to know. (laughs) Somehow. 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 They figured it out. Like probably (laughs) most of the time with a gun. Most of the time with a gun, which killing bullets, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, all I'm saying is that like, I just watched an episode where they fought something called spoiler uh, alert. It's it's it's, um, it's a Native American monster. It's called like a, a Hakoda or Kahoda or something like that. It's oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, basically the idea behind it is like uh, this. Um, it, I'm not gonna get more into it. The point is like it's this Native American legend. Well, one of the character like uh, characters for that episode was a sheriff who was part of a native the local Native American tribe in the area they were at, and the Winchesters go, "You ever heard of this?" He goes. I heard it as a legend as a kid, yada, 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 but I never believed it until I saw it, right? And the Winchester's like, well, we got to kill it. Do you know how to kill it? They're like, he's like, ah, silver blade to the heart, which a lot of things are affected by silver, and I don't quite (laughs) understand why, like, it's silver. I think they explain it at some point, but... I don't know. My point being is that, like, it it was just cool that they went, like, outside of their normal envelope. Like, they've done, you know, Native American legends. They've done pagan gods, like... They killed a Gorgon like two episodes ago. Like I was like a Gorgon. Like I didn't even think that was still like a thing. You know, I could, cool. even though they delved into Greek mythology like really, really heavy at one point. I'm just saying that like it's it's cool to see like because for me growing up, kind of what you were explaining, Riley, is that like I was also in a religious household, not like super duper religious, but I was in the idea of like yeah, God's real. You know, Jesus is cool. Uh, we go to church. Uh, we try to go consistently, but if we don't for periods of time, it's okay. Um, but like it was more of a to me, it was always like the places. Kind of right, kind of like the places that you go, like heaven and hell specifically. Like those are your one way ticket to get to those places. You have to die. Like you cannot go to either of those places until you die. And then I've seen so many other mythologies and like religions and like where you can like actively go between both locations and still come back to like the mortal plane. Mm-hmm. My favorite one being like Greek mythology. Like you can go to the underworld and come back. And not yeah. die. Like I was, that was always crazy. I mean, like, why would you want to go there? Like, I get, like, there's cool things there and there's things that you need. But why would you want to go there? But the fact that you're able to go there and come back, I feel like that kind of delves into, like, you know, the idea that, like, you're crossing into a fourth dimensional plane and then coming back. Mm. Which is why people are a little bit different. But, have you, you heard know. of astral projection? Yes, I have oh, heard yeah. of astral projection. I've always wanted to do it. So, man, uh, I'll I'll go on a little, on a little story here. I was told this by a friend, uh, you know who it is, but I can't say who it is because I I promised you I wouldn't say. Swore I okay. would not. But I know who it is. Whoever it is, but you you probably heard it. Okay. So I know somebody who um, believes, and I'm pretty sure I believe from how like from experiencing this person telling me this story believes that they um, astral like had an astral projection in their sleep. And it is like horrifying. And when this person was telling me the story, like I could see legitimate fear. Like they they started sweating when they were telling it to me. Wow. Because I, it was such like and like I've had people tell me stuff before where they've like told me a story and I'm like, eh, you know, like my you know my BS radar is kind of going off, right, but like it's fair. a fun story. But like this one, this person was so terrified that it had me terrified. But they were telling me for. It was like a month and a half. Um, They were like, they'd go to sleep and would immediately wake up when they fell asleep. But they weren't like, like they were in their, in their room, everything like that. They'd immediately wake up, sit up at the foot of their bed was a red door. 
which is crazy because like there's a lot of things that you can hear that are going to sound similar to this like a lot because I looked into it there's like a lot of um, folklore or like um, stories that people tell. It's kind of along the lines of like lucid dreaming almost like in a, in a sense but like astral projection like there's a difference like lucid dreaming is like within your own head and you have control but like yeah. astral projection is like going beyond the envelope of that. There, There's like there's a lot of nuances to it but basically he said he woke up sat up um, there's a red door gets up looks down and he can see himself which i mean if you do any looking into like astral projection or stuff like that like some of the stuff i've seen says like that's not great um you really that's not uh but anyway gets <laughs> up goes to this door the door opens and it's a set of stairs that goes up so he goes up the stairs gets to the top of the stairs and he's in an attic looking place like you can see like wooden rafters mm-hmm. and everything um with a large number, oh man, I'm getting chills. Like just like because I can remember how he told it, and I'm butchering it. But a large number of like pews, full of people that are all looking away from him towards the mm. front, like like towards the other side of the room. Like he's in the back of the room, they're all in the front of the room. That's not ominous. And they are all looking at a creature. Like he talked, he said it was the embodiment of every fear, pain, or like anything bad that's ever happened to him, and that it was this tall, like. He just said, tall thing of shadows. The only thing he could make out is it looked like a person. It had the shape of a person, and it had a, like, the most horrifying smile he had ever seen. Did your friend meet Slenderman? I mean... Don't say that name. (laughs) (laughs) But he, so he, he was like, I don't know why in this dream I started walking towards the front. And then the being took a step for- towards me and like fight or flight kicked in full flight, took off running down, got to the like out of the door, touched his foot and he woke up in the morning. That's terrifying. Terrifying. That's terrifying. like ran Scary. down the stairs, threw open the door, saw his body, grabbed the second he touched himself, he woke up. And he said for a month and a half he had the dream and every time he had the dream, things got worse. Like the second time he had the dream when he got up there, that thing started chasing him. And every time he had the dream, it got closer and closer and closer and closer. And then suddenly it just stopped. All right. I'm just going to stop. Never had the dream again. Like, I'm just going to stop going to sleep. And some say that astral projection and like sleeping, like you're going the same place. It's just sometimes you can't control it. No, that's fair. I kind of, I don't subscribe to this theory, but I think it was always found kind of interesting when it was introduced is that the, uh, the whole Dr. Strange multiverse of madness things, like every time you sleep and dream, that's you in another universe that you're experiencing. Hmm. Like I always thought that was kind of it because I was, that, that's that like was the multiverse. You're right. No, theory, but I'm right? saying, but like, yeah, no, it's multiverse, but I, that's the thing about, and that's multiverse is something else as well that I, I just love to talk about because I definitely think it's a possibility, but that kind of goes along the lines of like, you know, fourth dimension, higher mm-hmm. energy, you know, not being able to do normal things, quote unquote, like you should not be able to exist within a similar plane as yourself. Like that is, that is breaking some, fundamental cosmic boundaries in mm-hmm. my opinion like I'm not saying it wouldn't be cool I'm just saying like something's wrong if you're able to do that so um with that with, with like my friend having told me this that dream is terrifying terrifying I would, be, terrifying. I would wake up crying I don't want to go to me sleep this. now thank you when he told me this he said like that month and a half that it happened was two years it happened before he told me and he can remember it vividly but when he told me this, he was like the thing, like straight up, like felt like I was in a horror movie or something. Wow. Because like full, but like fully terrified, like not like, the kind of thing where if he had been faking and acting this out, I would be like, bro, pursue a career like 
for sure. But because he looked me in the eyes and he was like, I've had the dream for the past three nights, the exact same dream. Wow. And he had that dream happen for two months. Um, and last time I talked to him like about this, he was like, hey, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I haven't had that dream and I haven't been dreaming like for the past like couple of days. The last time I had the dream, I felt something touch me other than me when I woke up. But he also said like every time he did woke up, like he would grab himself on the leg and he would wake up to like feeling like he was being sh like shook and awake. But he said like the last time he had the dream, he felt like when he woke up, it wasn't like he felt more than just him jostling your, your himself Your friend awake. must have pissed somebody off in a past life because that's insane. I mean like he like and he, he was saying like he was certain that whatever was chasing him reached him Ooh. and he hasn't had that dream since like I, I haven't talked to him about it at all because he was just I like I don't want to talk, talk about, about it, it anymore would, no god yeah. no that would be terrifying I mean because like, then it would happen again <laughs> he, he was just like I just have to tell like somebody please like don't tell anybody this is me or whatever I don't want people to like be like oh you believe in this weird stuff or anything because he was like I don't want to see any of that but he was like mm -hmm. I just have to tell somebody but I don't want to talk about it anymore I mean I've had a friend that claims to have seen Freddy Krueger in a dream like actually interacted with Freddy Krueger hmm. crazy just, yeah and I'm just kind of like <laughs> are you okay? Like I, my first question was, are you okay? Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I, there are very few times in my life that I have seen the level of fear and just him recounting this. That is insane. Um, with the whole, like feeling yourself getting shaken awake that happens whenever, like, have you ever had a dream where it feels like you're falling and you wake up? Oh, those. Suck. Yeah. That's no, basically like, some say that that's you coming from the astral realm, falling back into your body. Oh, wild. That is oh, wild. Oh, that's spooky. Well, see, and I, but I've had very vivid dreams before. Like, not not enough to, like, I'm lucid dreaming and I can control what's happening, though I did meet a guy that was trying to do that. The way he did it is that he would draw a little smiley face on his hand like a pen, and then he would just check it every then, and then he would, like, think to do it while he was in his dream. That's how he started lucid dreaming. I was like, thought, I always thought that was pretty cool, but I always catch him like, hey, did you shake your hand today? And he goes, oh, no, thank you. And then like draws a little hand on it. And he goes, next time I do this, I'm going to be in a dream. And I was like, OK, bud, you know, you do you. That's he was cool. A, he I was a starter so guitar kid in high school. I try so hard to lucid dream and it doesn't work. Yeah, I, I would believe it doesn't work, to be completely honest. But at the same time, like. I've almost done it before, but then I lost my train of thought. Damn. Uh, that is unfortunate. The dream, yeah. no, but I've had like very vivid dreams before that. Like my vivid dreams always like result in like I, for some reason am hosting a party. Like, this is, like, the most vivid dream I've ever had, and this is the most re recurring one. Like, I am hosting a party, and all the people at this party are people across my entire, like, walk of life that have never met each other before, but are all super good friends. Interesting. Yeah, it's always, like, I'm hosting, like, I somehow have this big house that I either own or let someone, or someone let me borrow for to throw this get-together, and I just have invited a bunch of people uh, and they're always people that I like recognize and like, oh, I would never expect to see you at my party. Like, what do you mean? We're great friends. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, and then huh. they would talk to somebody that I know currently and they, and I knew this person like in the, my like past, like, like when I was in elementary school or whatever, but they're the same age. We're all the same age now. And they would interact like they've known each other for years. And I'm like, what is going on? That's I'm weird. I'm so confused. And then it always ends differently. And I can never remember how they end. But like, it's that's always the, I'm always feeling the, like the vibe of like, I am in a party setting. For That definitely some... gives multiverse vibes. Cause like, what if they were in your life? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I, yeah. I, I love, or either multiverse vibes or something else that I had just thought about. We're kind of, we need to wrap up here a little bit soon, but uh, something else that I just thought about that can kind of fit into what you're discussing, which is past lives. Like we don't, we haven't talked about that a whole bunch. Like the, like, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, reincarnation and things like that. I think 
there is value to the idea of reincarnation. I, I really so. do think so. I mean, and there are a number of um, like pretty large religions that like have a very heavy mm-hmm. basis on right. reincarnation. Um, and man, is it crazy to think about like like you've lived a past life. I mean, because there, I don't know if it's any of the major ones. I'm not very well like educated, Buddhism but I, I know that there Buddhism are. And Hinduism are well, I know that there Hinduism. are some religions that like subscribe to the idea that every like person who lives is like a like a past life or a future life like of you mm-hmm. and so it like gives the idea of like hey you know like you need to be caring and kind and supportive to everybody because eventually or in your past that was you like you mm-hmm. you were yeah i mean which has like that sort of like oh i am god type vibe right. but like still like i think it is a neat way to tackle the idea of wanting to um be kind to people because I mean, there's not enough I, of that. No, I agree. No, I thousand percent agree with that. And that could totally be like one of those things like, Oh, it was just a, it was just a marketing ploy to get people to be nice to each other. I really don't care at this point, as long as people actually do it. I just think, I think there's some merit to the idea of like, you know, there being a, a, either past lives or your new soul. And you're about to begin your, your chain of mm-hmm. life. Cause I, I don't ever walked up and be like, you're an old soul. Like I've been, I've gotten that comment like multiple times throughout my life. Like you're, you're an old soul Logan. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, like what? Just because the fact that I'm able to talk to you, like, I just always interpret it as like I was just able to communicate with just about everybody or talk to anybody, and that's not a big deal. People are like, no, Logan, you have an old soul, and I'm like, awesome, okay. cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to think about the fact. I I love the idea of past lives, but at the same time, I don't want to think about it because I. What did I do? I know I did something in my past life that would potentially be screwing me over right now. But at least that's how I think about it. Like, there, I, I could have done some really good, but I could also do some really bad, and I just don't know. And then you're getting karma for it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm suffering for something. I don't even know what I did. Yeah, kar- karma's a really cool idea, too. I like karma. So I like karma. I, I just, I want to ask really quick before we wrap up. Um, and any, this is this is all hypothetical, you know, so Obviously. we don't get in any trouble. Um, have <laughs> you, so I guess the first one wouldn't necessarily be something that we could uh, have you ever been up to the the fourth floor of the admin building on campus? Oh my gosh! Like late at night, though. No. Like really late. Okay, so not late. We used to we used to do some like board game nights where we'd go up to the fourth floor, like the business convention room, mm-hmm. um, and play games. We'd play games pretty late. Mm-hmm. Um, back when that was back when we were really good friends with the security guard. Anyway, that's a whole other tangent. I'm still really good friends with the security um, guard. It just depends which one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there is a so if you've been up to the fourth floor, you know how like if you're coming from the stairwell closest to the parking lot and you walk through that short hallway that's got the doors on on the other side and it sort of like opens up Mm -hmm. um, that pillar. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is that has become a very infamous pillar um, because like the so the first time I went up there like to play games with people. I was not told anything about this. Like, this wasn't something where people were like, oh, you might feel something. And so, like, that's why. But it was really late. It was, like, uh, midnight, and I was running over to the bathroom, um, and you have to pass that pillar. Mm -hmm. And, like, walking by it, I felt like I just couldn't breathe. Like, I immediately felt like I couldn't breathe, like, tightness in my chest, like, started. My heart was racing, and I felt like my blood pressure increasing. Until I got to the bathroom, the door shut, and I felt fine. When I went back out, same thing until I passed the pillar. The second I passed the pillar, I was fine. And so I went into everybody else that was in there, and I was like, yo, I just had, like, the weirdest feeling and everything. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, go down to the third floor bathroom. Like, don't, after, like, 11 o'clock at night, don't pass that pillar. 
and like everybody was like dead serious. They were like, "Yeah, no, that pillar like every, it's a, it has it's a freaky vibe up there." I feelings. feel like feelings. this should be more common knowledge. <laughs> okay, so like it, it's it's okay. The three places that I get like spooked out the most late at night around this campus are hypothetically, f- hypothetically speaking, are the fourth floor of admin. Uh, hypothetically, the basement of admin during the quote unquote witching hour. Oh, that room of dirt at two in the morning is like that we don't know about. That I don't know about is is oh, it is nerve wracking. And then my third place that I get freaked out the most is here at the Ralph. Actually, really? late at night. Okay, because late yeah, at night. Never been here I agree. Late at night. I have. So I've I'm been here, here late at seven, at, and leaving is so scary. Try coming at like nine or ten. It, okay, so I used to come over here all the time late at night to record news on Sundays because I do it after our chapter meetings on Sundays. And coming over here, all the lights are off except Ooh. for the few emergencies. Uh, when they put that, when they put that new mirror, that two hundred year old mirror in here, oh, that, that made it worse. I, I hate that. But like, I was a two hundred year old. Yeah, that thing is two hundred years old. I decided to put it in here. I've already thought that's creepy. Yeah, it's it, it, so creepy. It is creepy. It was two hundred years old. Looking down a hallway, and it's it's looking down a hallway that like which. No, don't. Walking, okay, walking Never. down this hallway specifically when it is dark is the most, in my opinion, nerve-wracking thing because I'm sitting there going, it is so dark. Like, I'll walk in and the automatic lights won't turn on. I'm like, crap, and I have to turn around, hit the switch, and then the light will come on. I'm like, whew. I hate that. And then I'll though. be in here doing news for like 30, 45 minutes because I sit there and gather and record and edit and upload, and the hallway will go dark because of the automatic because lights. The automatic and I'm lights, like, and the red light will be on. I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I see, it just it, did it. It just straight did up it. Just it just did it. So like, it is, it is nerve wracking to be in this building hate, at night. Hate all of that. Like nerve wracking. Cause I feel like I'm being watched. I especially. hate when the light turns off and like the radio, like it's all windows. So yeah. like you can't even hide. <laughs> like you're yeah. there. I've been oh. there too. I'm like, it is so, dark out there. Yeah, you mentioned the next spot, so I'm I'm assuming that you have never hypothetically, like in a hypothetical scenario, you've never been to the basement of the okay, admin building. No. Okay, so the the few pa- like Logan's mentioned a few places I've never experienced here. It's late. creepy over here, in my opinion. Um, the basement of admin, the basement of peoples. Oh yeah, is awful. They are both terrible. I mean, I like, um, I hypothetically didn't um ever. Not would ever do this late, really, really late at night. Uh, with some friends, we're doing some exploring, and there is a staircase that leads to the basement of admin that I never went down. Um, but like at the top of the staircase, late at night, like I went, uh, we we were all hanging out, we were joking around, like went and looked hypothetically, and straight up, I felt like I don't know how to explain it. It almost felt like there was a spider web. Ooh. Like like a spider web across my chest that was being pulled like down, and so I was like, no, like no, I'm good, I'm not, we're not doing that. And everybody was like, oh, let's just do it anyway. And I was like, mm, no, I don't See, feel like I, it. I, I, and so we hypothetically did because peer pressure, right? You know what could possibly go wrong? Right. But I swear, walking by that dirt room, there's a literal room, room full just of dirt, dirt, full of dirt. I mean, and full of dirt, it's like six L- feet, like of to dirt. the ceiling, full of dirt. Um, and what's like really you can terrifying, see over it if you climb up it a little bit, but it is still like you have to be like, why? When is we this when here? we went and looked, there was a dirty beach towel, a pair of slides, and some food wrappers on top of said pile of dirt. Like we went, which is terrifying in and its of itself. But I like I and people will say like, no, nah, you're just paranoid or whatever. I swear that I heard uh, one of the people in our group's name get called from the other side of that pile. But, like, nobody else heard it. And, like, I heard it like somebody, like, right here was, like, Logan. 
Like, not like a whisper or anything that could. I straight up heard Logan. Like, hearing I your mean, name is one thing, but like hearing someone else's, else's name, name and they're not there is even more terrifying. Because I, I agree with that. I straight up, I turned to that person wide eyed and they were like, Yeah, what's up? And I was just like, What do you mean? Like, what's you up? Just like, said we're, this person's name. I'm like, We're going. <laughs> and he was like, Why? And I was like, I just heard your name on the other side of the pile. And they were like, no, you didn't. And You're for just more playing sensitive people, that's so scary. And, and they're like, terrifying. I don't care. Like, it's yeah. I'm just nothing. like, what do you mean you don't care? That is See, bad. <laughs> I experienced a similar feeling. Like you're talking about the whole spiderweb thing. For me, it was more of a, my energy was sinking as I was walking down each step, hypothetically mm. speaking. Like, as I was walking down, my, my energy is going, <laughs> like, it was like, it was like, it was like a ticker. It was like going, it was like, lower, lower. Lower, like and with each step, and then I got down there, and I was kind of like, <sighs> "See, okay, here we go." And you like, feel heavy. Oh yeah. my gosh, I was. Mm, oh man, I felt yeah. like, I felt claustrophobic. Second, and that I heard that open. name, I felt like just weight on my shoulders, and I was just like, "We gotta go." And they're I like, "Oh, it's fine. Fun. It's like it's not far." And at night, you feel that too. When there's a presence, mm-hmm. you feel mm-hmm. like heavy. Oh yeah, again, it's, it's and those insane. are like lower energetic beings. Yeah, like. Uh, so like people's, um, the entire building just really sucks and has a terrible vibe, whether yes. that's ghosts or not. Um, <laughs> but I, I was, I like worked in it with, uh, like as a student worker for a while. And so we'd have to go over there quite a bit. Um, and one time I don't even remember what, a, what it was, but like, um, there's like a tier, like the first floor is fine. The second floor is off. The third floor has like a ugh, feeling like kind of a, almost like a, like a little bit of a weight. The basement straight up feels like you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. Like I went into the bait. It felt like I was just like, I'm going to die. It was like just the overwhelming feeling. And so I was like, Hey, I'm going to go upstairs and not be down here. I've never gone down. I will there say again. that vibe goes away when the doors are open. Like it helps when the doors are open, like you have access to the outside world. Cause her, her and I've been down there before, like moving all, all the theater stuff down to the basement. Cause that's where the theater like workshop is oh. like the wood shop. And there was so many people there. Too, yeah. There's a lot of people there. So, so like the energy fine. was like kind of all shared, I guess would be the mm-hmm. best way to put it. But like, I understand what you're feeling though. Like if you're down there, like with only a couple other people and the doors were shut, like me and out. one other person yeah, you and, one, and the doors were closed, the doors I, were I would be, no, I'd be like, I'm Leaving. I wouldn't put myself in that position. Mm-mm. No, I wouldn't either. Like, I to be completely honest. <laughs> I took myself out of that position real quick. I was just like, nope, we're not doing this. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up. Uh, Ash, I'd like to thank you so much for coming on to the show with us. Uh, thank you very for much. having me. I, we, we loved it. I, I think it was this, great was, time. this was a great time. So we're going to go through our little, we, we, we like to rate not only the coffee that we're drinking, but also the topic that we talked about. I yet. We haven't touched <laughs> yet. It's been sitting there this entire, go ahead and drink it. It's up to you. Like I usually try it without, it. and then I put stuff in it. Plus, it might be cold because it's been sitting there the yeah. entire time. <laughs> well, I like them cold. So. Oh, you like cold oh, okay. coffee? I mean, it's not like barbarian. Disgusting. I like iced coffee. I mean, iced coffee, coffee, yes, but like, like you're lukewarm. expecting. Yeah, that's that's I'm, I'm like like <laughs> like it's it gets thicker the colder it gets, and I'm just kind of like, ooh, I feel like I'm drinking motor oil. Um, she needs creamer, which is completely fair. Uh, so what we like to do is rate the coffee from one to 10 and then we'll rate the topic, like how we felt about it or like, you know, which is what we thought about it in general from one to 10. So since you're our guest, I'm gonna start with you, Ash, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the Umbria coffee from Seattle? Let me try it with the creamer. All right. All right. I'd say like a, like a six without creamer. Six without. And then like a 7.5 with. All right. Do you have any elaboration as to why? Um, I don't know. It feels kind of bland. But then again, I'm not really a coffee person, and I need lots of sugar. Understandable. All completely understandable. So. I used to I used to be in a similar vein. 
Notice I didn't put any sugar in my coffee this time. I'm so proud of you. Mostly because I, <laughs> I couldn't get it open. I was like, I'm sitting there. I'm trying to push it open the entire time. Oh, there without, you go. Now you without, I was like, now I got it. Without making a sound and it just wasn't budging. I was like, I, I can live without it for this one. Like, I don't really need it. Oh, what about you, Riley? What do you think? Um, I'll give it a, oh, I'll give it an eight. Eight? Uh, it's definitely not the best, at, but I, I like it a lot. And I, I'm, I don't know. I'm a sucker for like more local roasteries maybe not local because it's not local to this area because it's more Seattle, like but like unique. non non-corporate like big less company. commercialized yeah like yeah. not not duncan or starbucks or whatever that, yeah um more independently because, owned like, coffee brands they they just do it better but no i like this yeah, one a fair. lot the i definitely like i don't know the earthiness i can taste the earthiness I can yeah. it's it's pretty like prominent which is great because like sometimes coffees they'll just put flavor notes um on like a coffee bag and kind of hope that it works out mm -hmm. um but like this one like nah it's there at any sparkling water company ever yeah, just, yeah. just putting it out there um it's definitely there um so i don't know i'll give it yeah i'll, I'll give it a i just realized I'll we never talked eight. about um uh, um, Lightfoot. We forgot the most. Do we want to Lightfoot I mean, real quick? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give my yeah, coffee rating, up. and then we're gonna do this. Like we're gonna take a couple minutes to but do let's, this. Let's let's rate the conspiracy as well, and, and then, then we'll... take our quick tangent. Okay, and we yeah, can, yeah. We can close so out. So I want to rate this coffee uh, about a seven, uh, both before and after I added creamer. Like, okay, that first initial hit uh, that I took, or that drink that I took, that I was coughing over. I want to be honest. Bless you, by the way, in case you just sneezed. Um, Thank you. I, I, we, it hit me because the earthiness was very heavy in this coffee. Like when you said earthiness, I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And to me, earthiness is always, it just feels like dirt. Like it doesn't taste like dirt, but it feels like just it's more like a texture. It thing. is a texture thing. Right. And as soon as I felt it, but it was a very strong texture. I was like, Whoa, hold up. It's like, I need to, I need it's to like take a in minute the back of your life. Right. Yeah. It is, I feel it like mostly in the back of my throat mm -hmm. and I'm like, this so is so weird. But it, it's, I think it's still added to it. Like, it didn't detract from it, still added to it. So I give this coffee a seven. And then as for the topic itself, um, I'm going to give this, like, a six. Like, this was a fun one to talk about. It's fun to sit there and be like, yo, this is possible. This is possible. You know, anything's possible with the fourth dimension and all this, like, energy and all that. So, like, what do you guys rate it? What do you guys think? Nine. A nine? Easy nine. All Man, right, then. I love talking about this stuff. I have, I mean, we, we could go on for three hours oh, yeah. with me yeah. just telling many of the stories that have either been told or really I've experienced. experienced. Like I know I've told you Logan, the the story of me driving with my friend late at night on the road that leads up to my, yes. my old house. Yes. Ugh. Yes. You have told me that. Story. I, mean, I mean, I could say it for hours. Uh, my favorite, I, I'd one love is, to talk about my favorite one is a friend of mine had a, they had a oh, printer no. their freshman year that wasn't plugged in. And the ghost that lives up on third floor Deacon turned it on and he told it to stop told the ghost to stop and it turned it off. Like that's, it was just like, I'm just like, Oh, that's, Awesome. That's fun. What about you? How do you write this topic, Ash? Ten. Ten. Because I love I love talking <laughs> stuff about stuff like this. I could go on forever. Like that's I have completely to force fair. myself to stop. That's completely fair. Okay, so this little quick tangent Hold we're gonna on. take before we like completely wrap. Yeah, what's up? I have terrible, terrible news, Logan. Oh no. Is I think gone? his website has been shut down. Oh, I, okay, no. I say terrible news. That's pretty good no, news. No, that's great news, but terrible Everything news for us. But that website will load. Wow. His okay. website's been shut down. So quick tangent we're gonna take. So instead like, instead of up, I guess up. instead of reading a paragraph, we can just like give the general you want me yeah. to do the quick summary? Yeah, go for it. Riley, give okay. a quick summary of what's going on. So um I'm assuming you know who John Lennon is. Yes. Okay, and he was assassinated, mm -hmm. which is still heartbreaking. Very much so. Um, even though I'm pretty sure it happened before I was alive. Anyway, same, same time. <laughs> um, 
so John Lennon was assassinated. Like they caught his killer. Um, it was this whole thing. His killer was like a crazy fan. I think it was something like that. So oh, according awful. to a very, very crazy um, and very, we'll say opinionated person. That is a good word to use. Um, <laughs> I think it's a little too kind to this person. I would second that uh, as well. His name is Stephen Lightfoot. Um, and uh, he firmly believes that the person that was caught who killed John Lennon is not the person who killed John Lennon. He is convinced <laughs> that Stephen King, the author, shot and killed John Lennon as a part of a plot for Jews to take over America. And Stephen King killed John Lennon with the mastermind planning of Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. Communism also factors into this yeah, entire plot like as well. Like that, that's just kind of there. Judeo-communistic plot where take over Stephen Lightfoot also says that like gay people and women are kind of at fault too. It's so, a whole, yeah. it's a so whole when thing. I say opinionated, the guy is, is like super anti-Semitic, uh, like super misogynistic. Like he told his fans that were told the people kept commenting, like the people who didn't believe him and like people against him, they think go lick boots. Like it's like, yeah, he was just really crappy like to he, a lot of people. How does he have a platform? Self-publishing. Mm. He made his own yeah. website. He self-published his own book. Somebody hacked his website people and removed. Think he's psycho, and they're like, okay. Somebody <laughs> pretty much hacked his website and removed the purchase button. <laughs> so, um, like, and I'm guessing either he just got shut down or somebody hacked his website. Apparently, the website again. doesn't exist. But we it's used to do a thing where anymore. we would read like a part, like a segment of his like entire. I'm gonna call it a manifesto because that's pretty much what it is <laughs> at this point. We'd read a segment of his manifesto and we would have our guest react to it. Because remember the first oh. time Riley and I heard about this, I. I was speechless, like absolutely like dumb. I was like, there's no way this is a thing. Like there is absolutely no way. And then with the one like yeah. piece of evidence oh, that man. Stephen Lightfoot stands on that this is true is that in an interview, somebody asked after like Stephen Lightfoot made a big hubbub about this. Uh, someone at a convention uh, uh, asked Stephen, Qu Stephen King, this specific question he goes, did you kill John Lennon or is, are the rumors true? Like, is this conspiracy <laughs> true at all? And all Stephen King says is, no comment. It's all he says. But that is this dude's main piece of evidence. Like, that He's is like, like look, he wouldn't he say no everything else off did. that one thing. Yeah. Um, and there was also, like, a whole paragraph where he was ranting about, I, I don't know if it was, like, his daughter or Stephen King's daughter, I don't remember what, but ranting about how, like, the whole plot connects to the fact that, like, um, like, like the daughter married a or married or was in a relationship with like a black woman. And apparently that is all tied into the plot. And it's this whole thing because he also like crazy hates lesbians and people of color too. I, I, I mean, the man really, I mean, he has the whole, like all the whole 360 of, yeah, of crazy. bigotry. <laughs> like, it's bad. Like I remember thinking like this man has to be wearing a tinfoil hat. Imagine just one of our guests are just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, well <laughs> we have yet to have a guest say that, but I would not be surprised. Like, yeah, we, we've gotten I'm like, what? so many fun reactions. <laughs> Um, from the chaos of like, what is wrong with like uh, openly versus like, oh, is it Dr. Sinclair who just sort of had a calm response of like, well, you know, that's what happens when crazy people get a platform. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, I mean, this guy, his footnotes on his website crazy. is like 23 pages long. Insane. So I would just scroll through, through wait, stop and be like this paragraph. And it's like, this guy tried but to break was... my legs and he was hired by Richard Nixon. And yeah, the Jews. Like, it was, and it's, it's like, crazy. what is happening? Like he would still so be selling. Maybe he should be like diagnosed. I wholeheartedly agree with that. 
I, I like for a while we found I thought didn't we find his address last time? Uh yeah, the guy doxed himself on his website because somebody took the purchase button off. He's like, Go ahead and send um your money to, to this, this address. Us. And like normally when people put their address up on the internet, they it's use like a, a PO, PO box because yeah. that's safe and you're not gonna it's have a third some party crazy location. You don't like you don't have a personal connection to it other than the fact that you're renting that space. But nah, know. dude just put up his address, like fully doxed him like his home address doxed himself, and I'm just like, Oh, Oh, yeah, I was thinking about taking a trip to California not, this summer because of it. Not like, gonna, I'm going to find this guy. Not going to end well no. in the history of people's addresses being on the internet. It always ends bad. Mm-hmm. Every Very time. Very much so. Very much so. So, like, what's your, other than, like, you just you just think that's crazy? Like, any other quick reactions to that? I believe that um, him doxing himself, I feel like more sane people would disagree with him. So, I don't think anybody would roll up to his house and... Because yeah, that's yeah. fair. It's yeah. different from somebody who's like, "Hey, you know, I support the LGBTQ community," mm-hmm. whose address gets out and like, and bad then people everyone, show up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I no, mean, that's like, fair. and oh man, it's just this guy is a whole lot. Like, just a whole so lot. his website won't come up because it's down. Like, it's it's not a thing anymore. Please, let um, this be but the he's end. got like <laughs> the main website, and then like he's got the four tabs you can click on to go to specific tabs. One of them is just all caps, my website fan, and the there's literally a slight line under it that just is all caps, ex, tons of exclamation marks, jealous, public, repent. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> This man is insane. Like this man is absolutely insane. But yeah, we like to we like to get people's reactions on just like this guy believing Stephen King, Richard Nixon, and Ronald Reagan are like killed John Lennon so that Jews can rule America. I mm-hmm. guess I I feel like I've met some people that would like to like read that website. You know, it's sad because I've met some people who'd yeah. probably believe it. Yeah, yeah. Those me are the too. people I I don't want to have met. Yeah. Those are the people I wish I didn't. The government meet. doesn't want you to know. Uh, that's, that's a whole. I know too many people like, yeah, the government doesn't want you to know this. I'm like, why th- does the government care? I mean, yeah, like the government's always going to lie to you, but it's not that but... deep. It's, like, yeah. it's not that deep. Like, it's yeah. it's just not that deep. But hey, you know, at least we all know birds aren't real. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Riley, yeah, would you like to he's go, crazy. Would you, Riley, would you like to go ahead and close us out? Uh, sure. Thank you for joining us. Thank this you was for so much for joining me. So much fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, oh, man, I love talking about this kind of stuff. Um, we also want to thank the radio station, 90.3 WKWC. You can find it on like most of the radio apps that exist. And radio FX, MyTuner, Radio Garden. We also have an Alexa skill. Uh, we stream yeah. on our, off our website, WKWC.org. Like, it is hard to not listen to the radio station at this point in time. Yeah. Um, we uh, Also, if you want to send us any ideas for a coffee or a conspiracy you want us to check out or try, you can go ahead and send it over to us at an email pantheradio at kwc.edu um, and make sure to just throw in like the subject line that it's for us so it gets to the right people um, and man Logan I'm blanking on what the most important part of our show is I think I think it goes a little something like this remember everything is a simulation wake up Neo follow the white rabbit